This is 52 Trials, a series of 52 podcasts where I bring to you 52 individuals with their beautiful journeys. And today I have with me someone who pursued a very different profession from what a regular guy would. Shivraj Gaikwad got into jewelry designing and has become a master at it and also has found one of the first sustainable jewelry concepts. Please welcome Shivraj Gaikwad and let's listen to his journey. Hi Sahil, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you, Shiv? Good, good, good. Doing pretty good. Yeah, how's that? I mean, as good as we can in this pandemic. True, true, true. <laughs> yeah. So, Shiv, uh, I mean, I'm sure uh, you now that you have been selling your stuff online, it shouldn't have been a big problem for you during the lockdown. Uh, well, during the lockdown, I mean, I think everybody had a problem during the lockdown. You know, yeah. like. but uh, what's great is that as soon as the news of lockdown opening uh, came around and we kind of realized that there was a lot of people actually waiting to shop yeah, you know yeah. and <laughs> it, they'd probably uh, saved items in their cart but they never uh, checked checked out because they probably thought that you know like because shipping services were closed courier companies yeah, were not yeah. working and nobody wants to take that risk even we as a company were kind yeah. of closed for a few days so you know like it was a good call but yeah thankfully the support has has been good and i'm Super. pretty grateful for everyone who that who, who shopped with us yeah. even during or after the lockdown phase so good so good so uh, i mean let's we've talked about that you ship stuff and that you sell stuff online right. but we have not talked about what you sell so can you please tell us about okay. yourself okay so basically i'm a jewelry designer by education as well as profession and uh, although the journey to get here has been crazy it uh, crazy 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 and uh, so but what we i'll just we'll come back to the journey later but what we i'll tell you what we do currently so alto vida is our own in-house brand and it comes from my my company which is called shiv tantra creations we are based in baroda and uh, we're we aim to be a very ethical company in the sense of being sustainable as well as being f- fashion conscious yeah. as well as creating uh, you know like it's it's like it's it's a flow of materials and ideas all together and we don't really stick to any trend we don't yeah. follow trends we kind of go with what the vibe is what 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 kind of inspirations we get around or we see and i have traveled extensively so i have a lot of inspiration from a lot of different places from people that i've met and i think that's kind of what has built uh, our brand and that's what my brand is built around but the key uh, i would say the key essence of the brand is that uh, it's meant for people who connect to the things they use Okay. You no, know, like it's. I mean, if to put it very clearly, it's like jewelry that you would not take off once you come home. Mm. You might want to take off your clothes and might want to slip into something more comfortable, but you don't want to take the jewelry because it is a part of you. You know, it's it's that is actually what we're trying to create. We're not trying to create jewelry that goes only with outfits. Okay. We're trying to create jewelry that goes with 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 your character. Okay. Right. Wow. And hence, if you notice, yeah. And hence, if you notice. we're we're not very fancy in terms of material or in terms of the prices or the value of these things i feel more value in in that connect between a user and yeah. the piece itself 
right so, so that is what altovida is about and a lot of more driving forces for us have been inspirational journeys so that's kind of why i like what you're doing because you're putting out journeys and you never know who you're going to inspire along the way and you probably are inspired yourself by so many people and that's a really great thing <laughs> yeah yes. i mean so it's yeah it's yes. i call it inspired fashion yeah. it's True. it's inspired it inspires you when you so you wear something you look at it you you look at it every day it inspires you further yeah. you know so yeah. that is the kind of thing that we try to do with altovida also we kind of figured very right in the beginning that there is not much for men out there yeah especially in terms of jewelry yeah. so uh, our accessories and the ones that we did have available in the market were kind of like uh, you know you could not shouldn't be saying it but it is cheap chinese stuff <laughs> and that is not so great quality it yeah. rusts it breaks and it really is not meant to last long whereas our focus has always been on quality like we have people wearing our pieces for the entire year continuously wow. without changing it and they only take it off when they buy another piece <laughs> that's that's so, the bit yeah. that's you know so yeah and so this this kind of quality which is it's like build quality you know like you, yeah. you build something really nice and people appreciate that and you kind of uh, you build it for making it last it's not fast fashion yeah this yeah. is what i mean by conscious fashion or slow fashion is that you don't need to keep changing your bracelet every day True. or your anklet for that matter or your necklace you have one necklace that you really like and you wear it for as long as you want you know like there's no need to keep changing it but it also depends on how the necklace is if it yeah. is a very trendy necklace then it is going to go out of trend True. the focus remains on the design and the character yeah. of each piece like that so that's what we do at alto vida and that's what the brand is based about but we also like at shiv tantra creations we are also designing and manufacturing collections for multiple other designers and other brands okay, okay. so yes so because in part of the journey of getting to where we are we had to really build an infrastructure that could create and produce many different kinds of jewelry or accessories yeah. along the way so that's that's a part of the journey that i'm not going to talk right now but along the way we had to build up on our team we had to build up on the skill sets that we have we had yeah, to build up yeah. on the kind of supply chain of materials of skilled craftsmen uh, craftsmen around yeah, around india and uh, how to get how to involve them in the kind of work that we do as designers because i feel as as a designer you have a great responsibility on your shoulders yeah, yeah. for building uh, for building the world ahead yes So that's what we do in Shiv Tantra. So in Shiv Tantra Creation, so Alto Vida is one of brands that we create and produce, and okay. that's our in-house brand. But right. along with that, we also we also give that service to multiple other designers, brands, companies, whoever needs something very exclusive yeah. to yeah. be manufactured. And we need not work with very large quantities because I understand fashion. It's yeah. it's conscious fashion. It's not yeah. meant to be. a thousand pieces it's meant to be maybe 200 pieces or even 100 pieces but they are going to be very relevant pieces yeah. right True. so thankfully this is the kind of people we work with and yeah i'm pretty grateful to be having a, a team that we have our yeah. team as well as our clients you know yeah. because they keep us going and they always keep us keep posing new challenges which yeah. which in turn forces us to level up our own skill sets that's great so, i mean obviously it's it's always it's always motivating to have such clients as well who understand what you do yes. i mean yes it's, it's yes. not the, the the thought that goes behind each and every of 
your designs. I mean, it is specific right. to those clients. So I'm sh- I'm sure right, right, the right. appreciation itself is very motivating for you. Correct, so, correct, and it's also in a way more inspiring because we are allowing somebody else to realize their dream yeah, of having yeah. a collection. You know. Yeah. Because not everybody can have a manufacturing facility. Not everybody can manufacture jewelry on their own. You know, like uh, as long as you're making by your own hand up till a certain level, you're fine. But the minute you want to go a little bit bigger or you want to skill up or level up your own stuff, you you need help. And uh, what I noticed that there isn't anybody ready to help you like that in Mm. when it comes to doing something unusual. You know, like people are. If you want to do something commercial, you want to make a collection of T-shirts. Like there's a thousand uh, manufacturers mm-hmm. that be willing to yeah. help you out, but you want to you want to create a a bamboo a collection of bamboo and ceramic jewelry. There's probably no one in no. India who's gonna do that for you, yeah. and that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people are only looking for uh, the com- commercial the viability. Yeah, yes. I mean, concrete businesses. I mean, you know, where where you are right. going to earn money. So, right, anyway, right, right, right. That's so, uh, how did you come up with this name, Altavida? I mean, what does it symbolize? Uh, anything? So, Alto Vida, it's a Spanish word. Okay. It's two words actually, and it means it means the high life. Okay. Oh. <laughs> now, the high life will translate something different, like El Alto Vida or La Vida Alto or something like that. Okay. But uh, it's it is yeah, it it can mean a multiple number of things. Uh, the right. word is the high life, but to me, it means. it means the the need or the passion that somebody has to get higher okay okay uh, higher could mean better in their skill sets better yeah. in their thought process you yeah. know like everything is higher when you say you're conscious that means you're actually higher above much much sure. above a normal sure. a normal majority of people and or the normal thought process you could say okay yeah. let's not uh, call it related to people but it's it's like you know like better or higher than normal yeah. is yeah, is the idea and so the idea is to basically create a lifestyle brand that creates such pieces and that we work with uh, you know like creating a products like that so i was playing around with a lot of different words and yeah. this came around and i have traveled quite a bit in fact i have traveled to more than 35 different countries wow. and uh, it yeah and a lot of them were latin countries and i got a lot of latin and spanish inspiration in my journey so the, the i i connect with the language a little bit more than i connect with others and hence i i kind of figured that this is this is it sounds good it it fits my uh, it fits the essence of the brand that it is for everybody wanting to get better you know like a better or a higher version of themselves and yeah it just clicked uh, this is back around in 2014 or 15 when we started alta vida so so how uh, i mean it's it's almost been 5 years that you've started alta vida but yes, uh, yes, shiv tantra had goes a long way back right Yes, Shiv Tantra Creations goes back to 2010. We started in wow. 2010, so we we started 10 years ago in terms of business. And uh, back then, we we had this. I had this crazy desire to be completely uh, sustainable. Okay. Uh, and I was deemed completely crazy by everybody who heard <laughs> these things. That yeah, yeah. That who's gonna make? Who's gonna wear jewelry? made out of bamboo who's going to make or or use a, a candle stand which is made of bamboo you know like who's going to use these things because nobody thought 
or nobody looked at the idea of sustainability or being eco-friendly at that time it was mm-hmm. way too ahead of its time yeah, and yeah. even internationally there was just a slow rising trend of of it and but it was still considered a very elite kind of yeah. lifestyle and not many people would actually opt for something like that but uh, that's what i wanted to do and i had inspiration i had by the time i finished i studied jewelry design in college and by the yeah. time i had finished i already had created a collection of bamboo jewelry so after i finished my college i went off to doing mm-hmm. jobs in where uh, in a few places and then i kind of realized that i had uh, i need to get back and start working on my own yeah. and yeah. that's when i actually back in 2010 i came back and i just started making i picked up a few young kids you could say they're almost or just about 18 at that time and we started making jewelry out of bamboo and it was crazy not not wow. nobody had heard of it nobody wanted to do it and nobody the only market that we had was these bulk distributors based out of bombay and uh, but they were looking at a very low price product so it was a really tough phase for us but now looking back upon that's where these yeah. you know that's where journeys make make sense is that looking back upon it everything i did at that time to kind of fit into a market kind of told me two things it told me that what you're doing is very interesting don't yeah. stop doing it and the other thing it told me is that you need to do something else also it, this well, is not only going to make you survive yeah so i kept doing bamboo and we're still doing bamboo wherein now the market for eco friendly stuff is like booming and we have like a <laughs> good foot in the door since yeah. 10 years ago yeah and yeah that's that's one side of it but the uh, the other side is that it helped me to do so many different things yeah. i did so i tried so many different things along the way first it built a lot of business skill that you would need to survive as if you want to become unless you want to make a career uh, employed with a brand or with another company that's yeah. i mean unless you want to do that but still you need some more market skills which you necessarily don't get in a design school you know or especially i didn't get in 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 the college that i went to yeah. it was a technical jewelry institute and although i have a gold medal in jewelry design it never oh, taught me anything about business yeah 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 so so you know like it it it's all connected now looking back upon it i i think everything i did was perfect for its time yeah. i i couldn't have asked for anything else you know That's- and all the struggle that uh, life puts you through is actually making you is preparing you for the next step is yeah, yeah. but the the problem is we don't realize it at the time exactly. <laughs> we realize it now like i realize it now once i look back upon it yeah. yeah at that time it feels like you're going to hell because yeah. <laughs> i mean um, yeah let's i mean if we go back into our schooling days and the subjects that we were learning at that moment we were right. like, what the fuck is this i write why do even i want to know these things exactly and eventually exactly. throughout the life there are some points when you go back to those times and you, you know you just remembrance in those times ke chalo that was good that i learned it and it's coming up some right now right it's like yes 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 but yeah but see it's important to endure it you know that's yeah. that's one of the things that you need to learn is is endurance you have yeah. to go through it to realize how yeah. important or why it is for you know like we 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 wrong where we try and kind of figure out yaar iska ye kya kaam lagega why is it important you know like yeah. but you never know when it's going to be abused <laughs> and uh, so all this uh, there's so much uh, 
so much interconnectedness to what you do yeah. and what life puts you through because now i'm also teaching you know oh. at many different places i teach across colleges i teach at at school level uh, anywhere where there is a need where design or crafts or uh, intermingling of design versus craft or yeah. to ngos or to in tribal zones yeah. you know wherever it's required that design can help a craft yeah, yeah. i'm doing it i'm teaching over there and i'm not teaching them like product design i'm teaching them something like product design but working okay. with the skill sets that the people already have or you know so a lot of these projects have been in remote tribal areas of india yeah. where nice. the people are already crazy skilled you know like there's insane amount of skill sets that yeah. they have in terms of craftsmanship yeah. so i need not teach them craftsmanship but what i do need to teach them is how far the modern society has moved in yeah, terms of yeah, design yeah. in terms of so if they don't make relevant products yeah. they're not going to be able to survive crafts True. crafts are going to die if the products are not relevant to modern day society you know but if the products are relevant then yeah. they're going to thrive you know then yeah. they're going to thrive so yeah. i get to do that and i'm pretty grateful to do to have done that initial few years of struggle of creating an entire range of bamboo products yeah, yeah. with a modern mindset and that is now helping me to help so many other people you know so, so that's it really makes me very happy with that yeah and i think that is the most satisfying thing i mean you know just to have yes share your experiences and your hardships with someone so that they yes, don't make the same mistakes and, yeah. and to to make sure that uh, i mean to in a way make a difference in, in yeah, somebody's life true. you know like they could be they're still making handicrafts yeah. they could continue to make it for maybe a 10 more years but yeah. if they're not given the correct guidance we're not going to take take away anything from them we're not yeah. taking away their skills we're not taking away their their own originality but what we're trying to make tell them is that hey you're making this lamp yeah don't make this lamp like this i mean make it in this way so yeah. it will fit into modern day homes where people will end up paying you maybe 400 rupees for it wherein if you make this lamp it takes the same amount of days to make but you're going to make only about 100 rupees from it which is very motivating in today's times right so um yeah. sh- sh- as in now um, just to go back into your history so i think um, right. how was your schooling and your graduation and was it always decided by you that that this is what you wanted to do or just it just fell into place uh so Yeah schooling I've been born and brought up in Baroda okay. I went to Navrashna school up till up till the 8th 8th okay. on 9th onwards I shifted to Rosary again uh, people from Baroda would recognize both these schools yeah very grateful to my parents for for everything that they did and they kind of uh, the, the key factor in my story is that my parents realized my skills or my talents at yeah. a very early age so and they appreciated it and they encouraged it you know mm-hmm. so i was always like as a kid i was constantly making stuff constantly oh, like oh. you could you could give me anything and i'd make something out of it you know so, so that's how i was and uh, yeah and it kind of surprised me when i looked back upon those things that i've made as a kid mm-hmm. which i feel some of them are better than the things i make nowadays you know yeah. that's, that's how cool they were <laughs> So, so but the good part is that my my uh, my parents really did encourage uh, that talent and yeah. i actually would have been a product designer 
Oh. I mean, I've gotten to, I would have gotten to regular product design, but again, here's where journeys take a twist. I didn't, uh, I wasn't too get great at schooling at and academics, you know, like because I wasn't really interested in that high level of math, and I couldn't <laughs> see a reason of why yeah. why we need to do it. So, I I couldn't get into product design, but okay. again, I feel it was again a, a stroke of luck. Yeah, that yeah. I did not get into it because uh, if I would have, I would have probably yes, I would be maybe more accomplished in the way of yeah. saying of how people judge people's careers nowadays, how careers are judged. That oh, he's working for this company and that's yeah, uh, that's yeah. amazing and you know like something like that. So that that would have been one of the journeys possibly, yeah. but uh, going to this this offbeat career path. You know, it was an offbeat career path. Yeah. Although I, I was making jewelry all the way since I think I was 11 or 12 years old. Okay. Oh. But uh, it was pretty basic stuff at that time, and of course you can't call it jewelry, jewelry. But it was things which my mom very proudly wore, and uh, wow. she encouraged me. And so it wasn't really decided that yeah. I was going to be a jewelry designer. But they kind of I had decided that I want to get into design and more. It had to be yeah. between art and design, but I was always more leaning towards design about the functioning and about how mm-hmm. things work, and you know, along with the way how they look, not just okay. the way how they work. Yeah. So that function mixed with aesthetic is what design is about, mostly. And uh, so I didn't get into product design. I got into jewelry design. I, from being the last like poor performing child in school, I was. Yeah. I, from all the if once I got in college, I stood first across all the uh, from the entrance exam all the way to the wow. final semester, and I got a and I got a president's gold medal for it. So, so you know, it's just about being being connected and just following what comes to you. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I I got out of college. I did some training in Bombay. I got into India's biggest jewelry company, which was very difficult to get in at that time without a reference. And so but tough. I still got in, and uh, I got bored over there, so I quit. <laughs> and yeah. everybody around me again went crazy. That you crazy, like you are in an offbeat career, yeah. yet yeah. you get you you're doing good, yet you get into the best company in India for to for jewelry, yeah. and you're again quitting it. You know, like so you know, like this. There's always these public voices around yeah. you, yeah. and yeah. Uh, but I I didn't really care because I was wasn't creatively satisfied over there. And then something very interesting happened. I I got an opportunity to travel, okay. so I took out. I took it up. It was uh, a sales job for jewelry, wow. but was on cruise. But was on cruise ships. So cool! So cool! <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I think you're. Yeah. So I just, I took it up. It yeah. and I did pretty well. I had a great time, like a very very good time on board and. Because it was a difficult life to adjust yeah, to in the beginning, yeah. but you know, like when you're ready for it mentally, you could do pretty much anything. You know, so, and I really wanted to travel, and it it got me to more than it took me to more than 35 different countries. I wow. met at least, I could say, during that career, I would have met at least 70 to 80 thousand people oh, in those three years. In those three years, and it yeah. it taught me a lot about. And I was selling jewelry, you know. Yeah, Let's yeah. face it, I was selling really expensive branded stuff. Start things starting five thousand dollars is the kind of oh range you're looking at. 
yeah so super expensive stuff yeah. and you cannot sell that stuff unless you kind of try to know what people want and try to understand yeah. the people themselves you know right. no matter where they're from they're people in the end they're human beings and they have they kind of feel the same things they see the same things in in a certain way so again i did it for 3 years and i again got bored of it and oh. i said that this is it i'm here and i was i was making a as i was like making great money i was very happy in life getting everything a guy would want yeah. uh, to travel good food good friends or from around the world like yeah. it's like ideal life but again i quit and uh, that was in 2009 and then in in 2000 i came back here and i started on fashion because it was a deep burning desire to kind of create something you know like i am a like i said i was constantly creating i'm still constantly creating i i can't stop creating and yeah the only way i could do it was to have my own company that you know like nobody would ask me why you're doing it yeah, or what yeah, you're doing or yeah. why you're making this <laughs> you know so i, I it started with that it started with that and yeah that's that's where we are i i've tried everything from jewelry to bags uh, home decor like pretty much anything we we i've i've played around with the ideas i've made collections we've been doing business successfully for the past 10 years now yeah. i mean the fact that i have not had to close my company is is you know it's proof enough that something's yeah. working somewhere yeah. if not yeah. everything but something did work somewhere down the line and of course it is a lot of lot of support from your family Yeah. from parents from friends from everybody who you know sees or recognizes your journey yeah. you know and yeah but that's how it's been so um, i mean obviously a very very inspirational journey you have and uh, so shiv as in, in case someone who aspires to become a jewelry designer uh not specifically a sustainable jewelry designer or, or something like a So right. not trying to capture any niche but in general in some in case someone wants to do it how do mm-hmm. they go about it and what's the scope ahead for them right now uh so i mean it's the scope is always going to be there okay. you know i mean the market is always going to be there unless we come to an we we really hit an apocalypse where people <laughs> don't really care about what they're wearing or yeah. uh, they don't care about uh things of value yeah, anymore yeah. you know like that but that's the only time when fashion is going to be dead anyways you know yeah. like but uh let's not look at that side of the world or that possibility but the possi- the fact remains that uh the field of jewelry has is kind of transitioned it has transitioned from being only jewelry into now being accessories okay yeah. Yeah. and uh, there is of course multiple courses now available across pretty yeah. good colleges across india across the world which which have jewelry design as a proper subject or accessory design or jewelry part of accessory design and you could do accessory design and do a masters in jewelry or something sure. or okay. or even some in some places it's just called wearable art Achha. you know that's what it is actually it's yeah. metal or any kind of material yeah. crafted to a specific aesthetic and you don't put it on a wall you put it on your body you put it on your hand or you put it in your neck or you put it in your ears and it's a beautiful it's a beautiful piece of workmanship and that's what makes it art you know yeah. i mean i think so that i i should i i would love for jewelry or any of those accessories to be all that i mean wearable art and that is well yeah 
I I call it that. That's what I try and I make it as that. But then again, you know, so we're 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 built on a society, and yeah. the society has specific cultures, and they already have names to names yeah. given to certain things. In fact, not only names, they also have purposes. Yeah. You know, like yeah. a lot of jewelry in part, which is connected to the culture. cultural uh, parts it also has right. a lot of purpose to it it's okay. not just an ornament it yeah. also has a specific purpose so that is never going to die you know that that need is never really going to die but uh, thankfully there is many many colleges that people yeah. can choose to uh, study in and uh, like when i studied there was literally one college in india or two colleges oh. one is the one i went to the other was nid there was only two colleges where you could actually study in detail about the field you know oh, and okay. i chose not an id i chose uh, idi and i'm it's a very small in- it's a technical institute it's a government uh, affiliated technical institute gotcha. based in surat and it's called indian diamond institute not many people would have even heard of it because it's it's really just a technical training college for the field of gems yeah. and jewelry oh. but uh, what was good about it is that it made me super technically powerful in the in yeah. the entire field of jewelry and because it wasn't very design oriented yeah it yeah. was more technical oriented course so i mean i can feel that difference compared to somebody who yeah. studied just design you yeah, know i, I mean, can feel that difference in in my work because i i can look at a piece and i know exactly how to make it if you want yeah. to make one piece or if you make a, want to make a hundred of them i could tell you within seconds i could tell you how you yeah. know yeah because, because or uh, i could i'm i mean i'm uh, just to let you know i'm an interior designer myself so okay oh, what great. i what i believe is design cannot be taught to you it it is always here what yes. can be taught to you is the technicalities and uh, yes. so to master the technicalities is very important because to design something you should know the practicality of it as well exactly i mean to that's what design is how can you design something if you if you don't know if it's going to work or not exactly, uh, exactly. you know yeah yeah it's it's never going to work unless you don't know how it works but yeah. that's what it is you you find so many people in the field Yeah. call themselves designers but they really have not got that experience you know like yeah. it's not their fault or anything they just never either their college wasn't uh, uh, i mean the college couldn't give them that technical experience or they couldn't yeah. get a good industrial training so i'm lucky to have worked with india's yeah. biggest company for jewelry as well as been to a technical college which yeah. you know it wasn't design focused but i think design came along anyways once yeah. you understand aesthetic and you understand function you 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 have design in your hands and in fact nowadays i also teach a very high level design thinking program for gifted students which happens uh, which which happens uh, through a private company but it happens in manipal university and hey, it's an amazing. amazing experience to teach design amazing wow. amazing so, wow. yeah that's great uh, so shit uh, as in uh, obviously there is a lot of investment that goes into your business as well because you are you right. you firstly making a whole collection of your jewelry designs and uh, right and right, showing right. it to the people so how sustainable uh, financially is this business as in business or probably working with a uh, with a big company having done this course and this profession is this going to sustain you yeah. well see i think it's it is sustainable now it is more sustainable now than it was ever yeah. before yeah in the sense that uh, there is so many brands now yeah. you know now everybody yeah. uh, everybody who had a unique aesthetic in mind yeah. 
is now creating a brand out of it yeah you know like okay. it was previously previously people jewelry could only be made by jewelers you know like who had who had a long family history of being and mm-hmm. making jewelry and maybe owning uh, hundreds of kgs of gold and that's how you become a yeah. jeweler because you you own the ship you know yeah. but uh, thankfully things are not the same nowadays it's i mean there's a lot of creative opportunity also it's not just the value and like if you ask me i i started from scratch i did not get any investment i like till today i have not taken any investment from the bank or from anywhere else i just super grateful that uh, the place my studio space is is owned my dad had bought it so okay. i did not have to pay rent for it and hence i survived so that's wow. a huge part of the journey but uh, without that i would really not have uh, been able to build this company as i am building it and uh, yeah so the onus is not on the precious metal anymore yeah. you know yeah. like that's yeah. why that's where it becomes starts getting called art because yeah. art does not need to be made of gold it could be made of anything you yeah. know and it could still be amazing and beautiful and it could still make you think or connect with you in a certain way so it's that's what art is and that's what jewelry actually is and so right now is like a it's a crazy opportunity for creative uh, for creative people because there is you know like it's it's so much easier to launch a brand now sure. than do it 10 years ago you know like yeah. because 10 years ago we didn't even have facebook come on like yeah. when i started there was no facebook and if there was facebook there yeah. was no facebook pages you couldn't have posted a story or tell told people that hey today i made this you couldn't have done all that there's no whatsapp there's yeah. barely smart barely good enough phones with some good cameras so it was a very different time but right now all of that is like technology is on our side right now mm-hmm. and i would say it's it is pretty sustainable but it you need to work your ass off it's not easy you know yeah. it's not easy because the field itself is not a an essential field yeah if yeah. you can say that you know all the some jewelry some jewelry is essential but it's more of it's more of vanity it's yeah. more of expression it's more of a lifestyle you know and yeah. it doesn't classify as being an essential commodity even today of course of course right more so of a, more that's probably going to be there Yeah I mean people yes, who consider yeah but again yes, yes, yes. for sure again for sure. Uh, people i mean within the last 10 years as and i'm sure since you started off your journey until today uh you right. would have seen a crazy difference in people and uh, their oh, approach yes. to jo- jewelry right i mean because any most definitely it's, yeah it's it's becoming a thing now i mean uh, yep 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 it is it is and so you know it's the better part is that with this social media and technology yeah. all coming up people are more expressive now yeah, yeah. you know they want to express their true character which was not really the case many many years ago yeah. you know like you could do with a basic set of clothes and you need not have all the tight kinds of fits of the pants and the fits mm-hmm. of the that you have right yeah. now you need not have them and you still be considered doing okay you know yeah, yeah. but now you you got to dress with the time you got to dress with with the trend with with you got kind of sometimes you got to dress with the way people are around you are dressing you know even if you don't <laughs> like it but people do end up doing that so you know all of this has led more people to realize their own character yeah. and uh, kind of realize the things that work for them or not work for them and at the same time 
make them look choices make them yeah. look more for options you know like like previously you would say you want to buy a piece of jewelry it has to be gold or silver they probably couldn't buy it anywhere else and every, anything else you bought would be considered trash you yeah. know like yeah. it's there's a word for it they call it junk jewelry junk. you know like like what does it mean what does junk jewelry mean it means that there's no value i mean that's what people consider yeah. because yeah. a lot of it a lot of it always came as as large quantity of stock being dumped from larger manufacturing countries like yeah. japan and korea and uh, the mm-hmm. vietnam wherever there was this bulk bulk process happening and yeah. a lot of it was just jumped uh, just dumped sorry not japan but more mostly china okay and a, a lot of it was just dumped and it was sold at dirt cheap prices in india but you know people still bought it and the idea of anything which is not gold or silver com- being completely trash yeah you know that idea has changed the customer has changed in that mindset so people are buying or they are, people are open to buying great a great pair of uh, a, a great pair of earrings yeah, even if yeah. they are not made of gold or silver they are willing to spend a, a good amount of money even if it's just made of brass but the idea is they're buying it because of the way it's made or because yeah. of the design you know so the value is is seen in that in the design and not just in the metal that it is made of right so that, that's that, that's the biggest change i would say to yeah. uh, to what you you asked me yes there has been a huge change huge huge change and i can see it just getting better so i'm and, pretty happy with that <laughs> uh, that that's a bliss that's a bliss for the designers <laughs> yes it's a bliss for designers i fact in fact feel that at this moment yeah. uh india is it's like for indian designers and indian manufacturers it's like a golden period is just it's just about wow. to begin or just begun that's what i feel right now because yeah. the focus is on us yeah and the opportunity the opportunity is with us so, right? so anyone anyone who's aspiring to become a jewelry designer as shiv mentioned this is the golden time and i think you should just go for it without uh without yep. even thinking yes just just go for it it is i mean i mean there is the way i want to say it is there's never been a better time for yeah. it yeah this is the best time that we've ever seen for it you know like it for for any kind of creative business not only jewelry i would i would uh, need to say that again not it's not only jewelry it's for any kind of creative business yeah. that uh, you know like any creative or craft or design based business and jewelry i mean jewelry has been like the one of the oldest forms of art right i mean it's it's always been there yes. and to have evolved oh, yeah, so yeah. much and never go out of trend is something that is sustainable in itself yes it is sustainable because i mean earlier it used to serve purposes yeah. now even now it serves a purpose but the purposes are different yeah, yeah. the purposes have changed you know it's not the same purpose anymore but yet the need remains and i don't see it as a as anything uh, to be ashamed of or it's yeah. not, it's not a bad thing that we think provided your provided your getting i mean sourcing it or provided it is ethically made yeah. you know like because that is that is the concern that nowadays as consumers i would say that is the bigger concern for us it's not the price it's not uh the material that it's made of yeah. i mean in some ways it is material but also it's really not the price anymore it is for people like you and me if we had to buy something we'd pretty much make sure that it came from a good source okay. or we pretty much make sure that that our money is actually reaching the person who made it yeah you know instead of just 
kept away by the person who imported it or Got something, it. you know, like that. Great. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's so pretty good. Shiv, it was it was great talking to you and getting to know about uh, right. your inspirational journey and your crazy. Uh, Thanks, Sal. It was experiences. <laughs> yeah, it's been a crazy. So, yes. uh, Shiv, I mean, any... there's so many more experiences I could talk about. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll leave that for later time. Yes, we'll. We should have another part of <laughs> jelly design. Yes. But any any last words, Shiv, that you would like to tell people who aspire to become jewelry designers? So. uh i'm going to say not not just for jewelry designers i'm because i know there's a lot more people watching who's yeah. not going to watch uh, who's probably not going to be interested in making jewelry yeah. you know but it might be wanting to be like you might want to launch a range of shoes you might yeah. want to launch a pair of i mean a range of something of eyewear or yeah. headgear anything you know like so the only thing i would say is make sure you are willing to give it your all because starting a journey when you're starting it you don't realize what is going to take out of you you don't realize what is going to take out of you mentally physically socially financially all these aspects you know yeah. you might consider some of them but you're really not sure and life doesn't work out as per our plan all the time it yeah. does to certain extent you can plan for things and you can go out and achieve them 100% i have done it myself i have seen people do it but it's yeah. not all the time it's not the same it's not the journey it's not the same yeah. it's not the same flow that you get and it's not not the same returns you get all the time and especially being a creative business yeah it takes a long time before you can actually create your own language and uh, get get it out to people you know yeah. it's it's a very difficult uh, thing to do and uh, so you'd need a lot of passion Yeah. you need a lot of perseverance like these are two things i can't stress enough and of yeah. course blood sweat and tears goes without saying and yeah. in that order you need the passion to begin first you need to persevere need to put in the kind of hard work because without that it's it's never going to happen you you'll kind of feel like you're following an unfulfilled dream yeah. and uh, that is actually the worst feeling that you can have and uh, the other worst feeling is having to quit that dream because of not being able to make money because i don't agree with this idea of society depending like judging a person by only about by, by the amount he makes he or she makes i don't believe in that but yeah. that's not i mean i don't run the world <laughs> and not everybody <laughs> believes that not everybody that believes true. that so in the end you do need to make money and money is an important part of pretty much anything that you do that we kind yeah. of do nowadays so the idea is to find that balance between what makes you happy mm-hmm. by creating so for me creating makes me happy for me trying to help somebody trying to make a difference in somebody's life by the products i make or by anything that i could tell them or inspire people something that can be inspiring is yeah. making a difference in people's lives that's what i'm that's what brings happiness to me but at the yeah. same time you also need to make money you can't just keep going around making people happy and make yourself unhappy because you you don't have the money to pay your own bills so it the idea is to find that balance yeah. you know and it sometimes if you're lucky you get that pretty soon in your journey you kind of yeah. figure out where you want to be or sometimes it takes a while but it does take time and uh, don't give up is yeah. the things that i would say so passion perseverance and definitely a lot of hard work 
that is unless unless you do, unless you don't feel so strongly do not embark on that journey i mean i might sound demotivational here but that's what it means you know like it's better to it's smarter to not begin that journey if you're not feeling 100% for it you know because unless you or or then you begin it and then you realize midway that oh hey this is too much for me and i'm not going to be able to follow it so according to me i mean if you want to avoid that scene make sure you're already i mean not 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 decide an idea and then try and develop passion for it you know like try to find what calls you and just go after that yeah is the is the better approach you know yes. so <laughs> something like that would be my last words for people so but so, thank you uh, thank you so much Shiv. i mean it was obviously great talking to you and getting to know the minutest Thanks, things Sahil. about jewelry design great being here too and i hope it inspires and motivates yes. a lot of people also uh, i'll be sharing your instagram oh, yes. id on uh, on the video yes. description so, so. right 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 so for Thank whoever you. wants to and learn as well as whoever wants to buy can get in touch with you sure we also we also teach i so altovida is my brand where we where we make related yeah. to the product and but i also have my own brand where i want to teach and i do teach already it's called soulcraft workshops wow and okay. it is for people who really just want to learn some a kind craft or something you know but yeah. you don't want to learn it through youtube or you don't want to learn it via the commercial way you kind of want to learn it uh, from yeah. somebody like on a first hand basis so that's where i built soulcraft workshops and so i'm open to teaching people i don't know how jewelry could be taught online yeah, but yeah. Uh, a lot of people uh, are willing to travel and we do have a lot of people visiting even from other states oh, or cities yeah. to come take up one of these workshops and although right now it's it's yeah. difficult to conduct these workshops on a physical level but let's but see soon, we might do it yeah. some we might do something online yeah but as soon as i mean uh, everything gets back to normal we can expect oh, a lot yes. of workshops yes then definitely definitely yeah. Thank you again Shiv I mean it it was a pleasure Thank you Sahil it was amazing Thank you Pleasure see I'll see you soon Thank you buddy Yeah bye bye bye